This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the glowing voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. As as you as I as those as 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 where's that coming from? Uh, as you and I get together and have some fun searching the most interesting food, the best for your health, and uh, not the least, and uh, also entering the the system, looking around for the best food and the best tasting food and all the good stuff. And we are waiting for you to give us a dial. It is 260-6368. We have uh, been lately doing programs with 8, 10, 15 people on the program uh, telling us about all kinds of things. It's been very, very uh, active around here, uh, which I'm very, very happy about. makes for a better show for you and for everybody else who is even vaguely listening to it. But uh, we have one of those days again today like we uh, used to have in the bad old days. Uh, I'm not trying to tell you that this is going to be a bad old, old day, but uh, we could really uh, benefit from a, a phone call from you telling me about what you've been eating lately, what's been uh, great on your palate, uh, things that have come to uh, the system. You know, I'll give you one right off the top of my head, uh, and it is, uh, it is all of this. Uh, right now, the satsumas are coming in. And uh, typically, the, the place I pick satsumas are, first of all, right outside in my front yard. I, I don't have very many of them. I don't know if I have 10 of them. Uh, but then I also uh, get a bunch of them uh, when I go to Manresa in November. And uh, usually they're, they're about gone by then. So that's kind of the range of it. So if you like satsumas, uh, start buying them. It's okay. You can hold it out a little bit more. It's not quite totally totally uh, in jive here with the how good it can become did you did you just tell me that somebody was there Daniel Lilchuk is here I'm I couldn't be more pleased Daniel you there I'm here Tom how are you I'm doing great nice hearing from you today absolutely so uh, what have you been eating lately well, uh, today I had a dish that is so uh, over the top that I'm almost ashamed of myself for eating it, but uh, I'm not enough to actually be ashamed. Uh, the New Orleans food and uh, and something or other uh, place, which has a number of locations around town, on Wednesdays and Thursdays they have this this uh, dish 
that starts off with some angel hair pasta with two different sauces, a white one and a red one, and then there's a, a panade chicken all in the middle of it, and that's what we get. And it is so good for a dish that is so inexpensive that uh, I have to limit my eating of it to, you know, a reasonable pattern. Uh, what, what's you, you know what? We better tell them who you are uh, before they start asking why would we be talking to this guy. Um, uh, he is the second chair cello in the Louisiana Philharmonic Orchestra. Are you still that before we go too far in this? You haven't messed up yet. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, 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 we're not up to the season yet, are we? No, we are, actually. No. We, we had. We are? Um, yeah, we had the opening night gala last week. And t uh, this week, Thursday, meaning tonight, Friday, Saturday, we have concerts of Beethoven's Emperor Concerto and Mahler Fifth Symphony, which is going to tear the paint mm. off the walls. So uh, I don't know if that meets my standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You you prefer Kid Rock or uh, mm. Jennifer Lopez? Who? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's going to be a great show. I I, I know you're partial to uh, Vivaldi yourself, actually. Uh, I I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you we make a, you make you, the fettuccine at home, or, or you just eat it out with, uh, with the Alfredo? Well, if you get really good Alfredo pasta, which to me is very very thin pasta uh, that holds a lot of sauce. You, all you really have to do is, is boil it to the point where you think it's a little bit overdone, but before, right at that second, take it out of there, drain it, and then toss it with the sauce, and away you go. It's pretty simple. That sounds good to me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, give, me up, uh, give me some more up-to-date on what you've been up to lately, because I know you don't just sit around New Orleans waiting for a, you know, a better... Uh, kind of a dish like I just told you. <laughs> no, you well, actually, uh, I was doing a lot of traveling over the summer. I got to say, uh, I had a great time in Hawaii. I was there for work, and uh, and Honolulu has a great food scene. I I mean, really, no good, great. Did, I mean, did you have those lunch boxes? Yeah, I love those. I, the, the lunch boxes and the, I love all the the sort of salt and brine and the ocean flavors. And uh, you know I'm a sucker for for, for the for the savory, uh, not to mention the fried because all these places have these great tempura dishes that are really well fried and uh, the, the fresh seafood. I mean it's it's a little similar to, similar to here in a way. There's a lot of fried food and there's a lot of seafood. <laughs> yeah, uh, and th there's a, a lot of spiciness too, and a lot of this is almost going to sound stupid, but uh, there is a, a Caribbean. Well, it wouldn't be Caribbean, but it would be that part of the year anyway, uh, kind of everything just becoming perfectly the amount of uh, uh, ready-to-go-ness. Uh, I'm just looking for a word that actually means something. That Well, it's like that it. tropical connection. Tropical. Yeah. That's exactly the word I was after. <laughs> My uh, the, the one time, although I've done it twice, but uh, twice in Hawaii, uh, I, I found uh, that that is the biggest thing around there, and there was a, a pretty good-sized uh, kind of semi-convention that they did of people who did spicy tropical food, and uh, boy, what a, what a trip that was. 
Yeah, I remember when you went. I remember you telling me about that the Hawaii trip, and the uh, they have a lot of Korean food as well. Mm-hmm. And and you and I talked about once before how New Orleans is is really missing a, a Korean food scene because that yeah, you stuff would think. that's uh, is great food. Yeah, uh, we've had over the years we've had a few crepe uh, restaurants. Uh, excuse me, did I say crepe? <laughs> I can't I can't believe I said that. We have that did, too. Do you? Uh, anyway, where was I? What the, was I? The Korean here. The yeah, yeah, we uh, have had a few Korean restaurants in the uh, general vicinity, but I, I think a lot of people have their mindset that this is all coming from Northern Korea, which is not something we <laughs> want to talk about. Uh, but uh, but the, there's plenty more out there to to uh, charge and be charged by. You know, I was going to ask you about that old. Um, Speaking of Korean, the uh, the old Genghis Khan with was a Henry Lee or what was that guy's name? Uh, you know the viol- oh uh, yeah, yeah Henry Lee that 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 was his name. He was uh, this will hit home for you. I know he was the first uh, chair of the violin for a long time. I don't know whether he was in recent times, but he passed away a few years ago anyway. Uh, I went to his funeral. And what was his uh, restaurant like? Was it Korean food? It was Korean food with a fairly good bit of general uh, uh, Far Eastern food. So you would you would get some things that would be would feel as being really Chinese. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Or you'd pick up something else that will come across that uh, has. Oh, even sushi almost. He, but uh, he was a, 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 an adventurer, Henry Lee was. And uh, he also was very musical. They, they always had people who were regular customers of the, of the restaurant, but they were also good uh, musicians too. So they w- he would p- have people in who were singing and, and playing, and it was, it was terrific. Yeah, you know, I, I heard some things about him, and I saw, it's funny, if you go on eBay and you put in New Orleans Philharmonic, you get, like, mm-hmm. all these pictures of all these old players in the orchestra for sale on eBay. And mm-hmm. uh, there, there's one of him for sale for, like, 25 bucks or something. You can buy a picture of Henry Lee playing the violin in his restaurant. Oh, well, that's for real. That's, for, that's for real. How did he sound? Did he sound good in the fiddle? Oh yeah, no, he no he was a he was a pro. He uh, on the side, uh, there was a, a children well not probably not children's but uh, younger people learning violin and other things in uh, a couple of places. I kn- I know that Houston was one of them where he did that, and uh, oh yeah, did did um, training and and what else you would call you know some some guy trying to swing around a. a a string instrument. Yeah, that's right. So you, you think he was better than you are at the violin? <laughs> to put it mildly, <laughs> although I have my I have my violin right at my side here. If you think I'm joking, wait a minute. Where in the heck did it go? It was here a minute ago. Huh. Oh, that that stick sure blew out easy. <laughs> well, there it is over there. It's on the other side of the of the room. <laughs> you don't want to hear it, folks. Believe me. Yeah, but I, I heard you play once, and you, you, you mm. still had it in you. <laughs> you st- <laughs> and it w- you still have that sense of, uh, sense of uh, humor you have. <laughs> you know, you know there, uh, my, my first um, and only uh, violin teacher, I, I had this, it was a Chinese violin. 
and uh, not the best built in the world, but not bad either. But uh, they restringed it and handed it over to me, and, and he said, play that a little bit. And I hit a couple of notes, and he said, boy, is that oh, raucous. Those words, that's exactly <laughs> raucous. Oh, I knew it was not going to go very far. That's funny. Well, you know, I'm, I'm speaking of going far. I'm, I'm wondering where uh, all of these callers are because they're usually lining up around the block. And uh, we've been very busy around yeah. here uh, lately, but uh, we have a, a little irregularity uh, today. It, it's that uh, Marianne, my wife, uh, gets one of the one of her favorite moments of the year, which she doesn't get nearly enough of, and that is we have two grandsons who live in Los Angeles. Well, this is not easily done from New Orleans. So uh, uh, he, they are over there visiting these uh, these two little guys. And and so they leave, you know, hacks like me to, to keep things going. I wonder if she's having any good food over there. Uh, she doesn't. Uh, I don't know. She doesn't know probably. But believe me, she doesn't care that much because uh, the the romance they have between uh, my wife and those uh, little little kids uh five three and a half you know not even that old excuse me what am i saying five it's nowhere near that <laughs> but anyway that's uh but it's an exciting time over there for them so so what what's you know i i, I got um I, I i ran into an issue that i didn't know existed so mm-hmm. i was going to make a pasta with yeah. some friends and i wanted to make you mm-hmm. know fresh pasta which is no problem i can do that in my sleep but i wanted to yeah. do it with shrimp and uh, I was told by a certain store here that I called, um, they're not in season. Now, someone else had told me shrimp here are in season all the time. Uh, then I went to Rouse, and they were on ice, but they claimed they weren't frozen. So I'm, I'm confused mm-hmm. here. Uh, yeah, the, the, the deal is the, the French, the, uh, excuse me, the shrimp season is really oh. official, and it has more to do with the amount of shrimp that are coming up from the shrimp uh, purveyors, the guys that are out there with their boats and, and bringing it in, there's only certain amount of uh, shrimp that they can bring in. Not only that, they have to be during a certain time of year, and they do, the uh, uh, state uh, commission on that, uh, they're very tough on it. They, they, it's got to be followed. So there are indeed times of year when you can't get shrimp. Uh, but uh, oftentimes you can because there's X number of shrimp that are allowed to, to filter through for people who just, you know, are going out fishing tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, then you'll get some, you know, that's... The shrimp that. I got at, at Rouse, this is the Rouse on Barone Street, were, were good. They were really great good. Great store. That, that's a great store. It's, it's too big. I always get lost in these stores. I, I, you, does that happen to you, too? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get lost. I get lost in the Whole Foods in Metairie. I get lost in the... Uh, Rouse and Barone, I feel like I need to put on my GPS to just get me the hell out of there. <laughs> I'm with you. And, uh, uh, no, really, I'm serious. And I think the, the one that gets me the most is the airport. Oh. If you've, if you've oh, ever yeah. parked in the airport, uh, there, there's, there are a couple of spots where there's a, a level, I think it's number three. And then right above it is another... <laughs> I uh, another th- three, 
and one of them is pink, and the other one's a lighter shade of pink. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I've parked there a lot, and it's a it's a mess. But that thing my, is, my is wife toast. Tells me There's I'm, a new airport I'm now. Crazy for for even talking about this, but I put you forth as an example of someone who is suffering over the same problem. The same problem, <laughs> and 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 there's also there, there's a, uh, uh, a caller here. We've been informed. The who? Uh, it's it's the gourmet waiter, Tom. So, oh, the gourmet waiter. So talk yeah. talk to him. It's Ron, the gourmet waiter. Oh no, kidding! It's uh, it's Ron, the gourmet waiter, who at one time was a waiter and at one time was a manager. And uh, uh, you know, before I get moving on this, I'm telling you, uh, Daniel, uh, you're stuck here for at least an hour. Okay. Does that work for you? Sure. I'm now dedicating you as the officially the guest host for today. <laughs> well, are you leaving? <laughs> no, heck no. Are you kidding? This is my boat. Okay, good. I'm <laughs> I'll go down with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like Captain Smith in the Titanic. Well, uh, yeah, any of those. <laughs> so, well, so uh, to, you, you want to? Uh, but let's let's yank up uh, uh, Ron here and see what's up. Ron, you there? Okay. How are y'all doing? Well, we's pretty pretty. How are y'all doing? Pretty. Uh, that too, Great. yeah. Y'all were mm -hmm. talking about shrimp, so I wanted to give you a hint on where I get my shrimp, and this is the only place I get my shrimp. Yep. It's, okay, if you don't have a membership to Restaurant Depot, you need to find somebody in the restaurant business that will give you one of their tags. Because when you sign up for Restaurant Depot, as I did, they gave me three tags. Mm -hmm. So one's for me, two I can give out, and Restaurant Depot doesn't care if you do it. Now, the shrimp that they have are these monster shrimp, and they sell them for like $5.50 a pound. Now, here's mm -hmm. the deal. They've been frozen once, and when you buy them, they're frozen. So there's no hurry to use them. You can bring them home frozen and put them in your freezer, and then you'll be good for a couple of weeks. But if, when you want to use them because they're shrimp, you just leave them out. And they'll be ready in about an hour. But these are mm -hmm. the biggest and the best shrimp I've ever seen for the money, and I buy them all the time. Uh, I can uh, I, I can feel your enthusiasm about it, but I have a I'm my own feeling about it, and you know this is something one guy thinks one way, one guy thinks another. I don't um, I don't like really big shrimp. I mean there, there are yeah. a few dishes that you can do that. Like I, I think it works in like a bouillabaisse where it's just this big thing right in the middle of the, all these smaller ingredients. That works for me. I can't say I like them, but it's even barbecue shrimp sometimes. I think barbecue shrimp it would be better a little bit smaller. But, yeah, uh, I grill them. I stuff them with things like I'll butterfly the uh, shrimp, and I'll stuff mm -hmm. them with spinach and blue cheese. I've heard worse ideas. Just just different, just different things like that. But Ron, Ron, here's anyway, here's my question. So, so what is a restaurant tag? You said to go to Restaurant Depot, I need a tag or something. What? What? Can you explain yes. that? I have it's, no clue what you're like, talking about. It's like your, it's like your ID to get in. A restaurant Depot is like Sam's Club and everything else, but obviously it's just a food warehouse for restaurants. And if you have something to do with a restaurant, you go over there and you show them like your your certificate of occupancy or something. They'll give you three tags. And when you come in, you have to show that tag. In other words, it's not just open to the general public. Like mm -hmm. Sam, you've got to be a member. Now, the thing about Restaurant Depot that's neat is it's free. There's no charge. I became a member about nine years ago, and I haven't paid a penny in fees. 
Oh, well, wow. can't beat that. Can't beat that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a great thing. They have a lot of things over there. Now, I like Care Restaurant Supply, too. That's where I generally go to get all my hardware. Mm, yeah, a lot of people do that. There are a lot of people in the restaurant business mm-hmm. that do that. Yeah. Now, I've got a question well, for, is it Daniel the Gourmet Cellist? That's it. Daniel the Gourmet Cellist. Yeah. Right. We were, I was listening in. This was probably six months ago, and you were talking about pasta. Yeah. And it sounds like you really know what you're doing. Have you ever seen a two-ingredient recipe for pasta that doesn't use any yeast? It's self-rising flour and Greek yogurt. Have you ever done that? Self-rising flour and Greek yogurt? I've never heard of that. And I've also, I, I, I'm also not familiar with yeast in pasta. I, it's not a dough that, okay, that yeah, generally I'm rises. That. Yeah, we're, we're both puzzled. It's a self-rising flour, self-rising flour and Greek yogurt. Wow. And if you use about, I'd say the, the ratio is probably 1.3 yogurt, you know, to three. So it's about a third. You just have to get your consistency right. But what you do is you take the uh, flour, you put it in a bowl, and then you start putting the, uh, the Greek yogurt in. And you're just going to kind of knead this and ball this up and get this to where it's looking like a big ball of flour. And in about 10 minutes, you're ready to go. But, well, but why would you do this we, and not the, the classic recipe of, of egg and flour? <laughs> because you're in a hurry. Uh, <laughs> oh, one of those deals. You're in a hurry. Wow. And it's just a different way to do it. Now, this, this is for pizza dough, okay? Oh, pizza. And, 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 oh. Yeah, okay. Now, yeah, now one, yeah I, I apologize if I didn't make that clear up front. But I remember you were talking about, like, self-rising fl- you know, flour and egg. And yeah. I had called you up, and you were telling me about a specific... Uh, pizza, I mean, a specific dough to get a softer crust, because that was my question when I called you a while oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I remember you had, that. Was it white something? White it, lily? It, Is that it, it? No, it wasn't white lily. It, it was the, the Italian flour that, that's yeah. zero, mm-hmm. zero. Right, Tom? That was it. Uh, Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we're going to go looking for some zeros in just a moment. I have to take a break, folks. Don't move, okay? Okay. This is uh, already we have a great show today, and I thank you for it. But don't go away because plenty more great show. But first, please, this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And here in the middle of things, boy, we are blessed with uh, one of my favorite, if not, wait a minute, you're number one, if you ask me. Daniel, uh, Daniel Lelchuk, <laughs> the, the gourmet cellist, yeah, yeah, the gourmet cellist, yeah, and uh, he's a he's a real deal there, and and it's breathtaking to watch you perform. Uh, just how, how can any be anybody be quite that talented? I just uh, it always takes my breath away. Well, it's I, very nice not, of you. I'm not I'm not joking. You know that because I've said it before. You've said it, and you come yeah. to the concerts, and, and I see you afterwards, and you're a changed man because you love the music, and that, that is great. I certainly and do. That's what we're all about. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's so see. we were talking uh, about dough before, pasta dough and pizza yeah, dough. Yeah, I, I still am not quite. Uh, I, I, I can't calculate that out for some reasons. Yeah, um, he, Ron is 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 Ron. Still around, or he's probably he be yes. Fine. I'm here. Yeah, he's okay. here. So, so what I'm happened? Here. So, what happened with that that pizza dough? Because this is like we got to get to the bottom of this, or the top, either one. <laughs> do you know what we or, mean? Or hello, you, where'd he go? He's gone. Well, that's funny. That's probably some odd thing. He'll call back two six zero 
6368 is our telephone number. About that or anything else? And Tom, there's another a caller. Alan. Yeah. Is it Alan? Did I hear that right? A Alan, welcome to the food show. Yes. Hi, Tom. Hi there. Yeah, nice to hear from you today. Uh, yeah, there's some sort of delay from when you say hi to I hear your voice. That may that be the is, problem. Uh, but Yeah, that's a, 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 just one of those things that comes out of the radio. To, to, to keep me from saying anything wrong, correct? <laughs> well, uh, um, that's the worst-case scenario, but there's, there's other reasons for it, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, it, it is the white shrimp season right now. Yeah. And I bought five pounds of white shrimp down in, you know, West Wego market, market over the weekend because I made uh, shrimp fettuccine over the weekend. So it's uh, definitely shrimp season, the white shrimp season right now. So, oh, good. But that wasn't, that. That, wasn't my, that wasn't my original question, no. <laughs> but, but before you go, go on your original question, I'd like to tell people, if you've ever wondered, how can you tell the difference between white shrimp and brown shrimp, both of which grow in local waters and are, I would say, equally good. It, it's all a matter of taste. Yes. But there is one thing about the white shrimp that I, I, I like. It's just strictly a, 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 a visual thing, and that is the white shrimp will have these almost absurdly long antennae. Whereas the brown shrimp are not, they're still pretty long, but they're not quite as long as the white shrimp have. They're just enormous. They go on for, you know, three blocks or something like that. Uh, I never noticed. I never well, paid uh, that much well, attention. This is what I do to kill time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so, I was looking at nomenu.com today, mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, Dick and Jenny's is not quite up to date on your list. Do you have anything on them? Dick and Jenny's? Yes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, on Chapatulis, right off in the pole. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. No, I haven't talked to them in a while. I, I, I don't know what the story is there or if there even is a story. It's the nature of the business that uh, it comes and goes and comes and goes. But I'll look into well, that. Yeah, I, I haven't, well, uh, Alan, I haven't, um, I've been there before, but I, this is a, the gourmet cellist here, but I, I haven't yes. um, been there in a while, but uh, it's a good place. And uh, talk about so, shrimp. Yeah, yeah they, they, they were famous for a shrimp rim a lot. They were. Well, they I was, I've got reservations myself and five other people to go there Friday night. So that's why I was mm -hmm. looking it up. And to my surprise, I saw that. Merlin Chauvin is the owner now. Oh, mm -hmm. wow! Mm, that is, that's according wow. uh, because it had been the guy who was the uh, chef over at. Uh, oh, it was a, Martinique. Uh, Mar it might have been. Uh, yeah, because that's in, what that that's what you had on your web page uh, on no menu was Martinique. So I knew that you know wasn't oh, a, oh a, yeah you know that's it but martinique isn't even called martinique anymore so that's that's why that happened okay yeah and uh so i knew merlin wasn't with uh, uh diane any longer at uh, latai yeah, that's, that's ain't that's ancient history now yeah all oh, right right and but mm -hmm. i didn't know where he was until i saw that but mainly i was curious as to know you know what uh, what what to expect or what it was like but obviously not being like you know you not having been there you wouldn't be familiar then 
Well, uh, when you when you come down to um, the first restaurant you talked about, um, uh, the, w that has been a solid restaurant since they opened. Uh, so I wouldn't I wouldn't mind doing that one. What was the name of it again? Dick and Jenny's. Dick and Jenny's. Yeah, Dick and Jenny's. Oh, uh, right. Over two. On Chapa, two it, they, but they have two changed blocks. hands. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I was just trying to get you know, see if you had any anything more current than that with uh, no, I was, Merlin I'll tell being. You, the, the, the last time I went there was about a month ago. Uh, with, oh, uh, well. Yeah, a couple uh, members of my wife's family, actually. We were all there having lunch or dinner. Dinner, it was. And it was good, but they, uh, they obviously have been reworking the menu, and it was a little shorter than it, I was used to seeing. Uh, but yeah, other it than is that, very short. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I wouldn't hesitate to go there. It's a, it's a cool-looking place. It's in one of those ancient bars that somebody held on to for a long time, and then they build around it. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah Tom, I'm, I'm looking at the, the website here for Dick and Jenny's, and it's yeah. a very short menu. Yeah. Uh, it looks good, but they have, um, they have seven entrees or maybe even six. That's it. Mm. The whole yeah. place. But they have a... Tom, listen to this. They have an imperial Wagyu ribeye. Wow. I wonder what that is. Yeah. yeah. It melts in your <laughs> mouth. So, so I have, have no idea. A Wagyu. Like what? Yeah. Fit for, oh. for, fit for the emperor of Japan, probably. Oh, that stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, all of those, uh, those steaks that allege to, and I'm not saying about anybody in particular, but these... Uh, Japanese usually uh, steaks that are brought in uh, from Kobe Co beef. You mean Kobe beef and wagyu? It's all the same thing, and most of the time, it just does nothing for me. I mean, just okay. It's a steak. It's yeah. it doesn't slam me that much. I have had a couple that really were different and really rich, but that's not something that tends to be the case in my in, in my experience anyway. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I just, to... just wanted to check to see if there was any you had any updated information. But obviously, if you had a you enjoyed it when you went there a month ago, because yeah. it, it, as you'll see on the website, it seems like Merlin's been there for yeah. longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. It, as the owner, I remember the night very well because we were just going around and around and around uptown looking for a place to go that was still open for that. You know, for dinner. Okay. Yeah. So that's okay. the story. About it. I'm glad you reminded me of all of that because we haven't mentioned anything about it. All right. Well, thank, thank you very you. much, Tom. Appreciate it. It's the food show. All right. Uh, but uh, did, uh, Dan, I don't know if you caught this, but he just designated you as the check. <laughs> I don't know if that'll <laughs> stick on, but, you know, that's... Uh, Maybe yep. he, he meant that he wanted me to pay for his, his the dinner oh, well. of his group. <laughs> <laughs> you never know about those things. It's the food and show. Uh, who's is somebody on hold? No, but say? but but they're they're saying we have to go oh, to a okay. break. Actually, a second break. Already. We are going to break for a second. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it means, but <laughs> we'll return. I can guarantee you of that. We'll have more of the food show in just a moment. After first, please this. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's wonderful to be with you talking about food whenever we can or talking about other things as we have, uh, I think, shown that we are capable of doing. 
things that don't add up to much. But then when you put it together a different way, like, uh, for example, I was just heard something in that commercial you just heard. It had my voice on it, so I'm allowed to do this. Mascarpone uh, grits. Now, that's something I've never heard of. Mascarpone is this, the kind of cream cheese kind of like that they have in Italy. That's basically it. Would, would you call it, uh, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I, and, it and has it's, that feeling. It, yeah, it's maybe a little smoother than cream cheese, even, but it's uh, and maybe sweeter. Yeah. But it's, but it's uh, we we love it in tiramisu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's what you uh, can make. Uh, let's say a, a cheesecake with that. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be great. That that's a great yeah. idea, actually. Yeah. Well, good. I'll tell uh, whoever it was who came up with it. To, <laughs> you know, go get it fixed up and let me know, and you can I can pick up the check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I did one time, Tom? No, but I'd sure like to know. I made what? homemade ricotta cheese. No kidding. That's doing something. And it was easy actually, because it's it's. Uh, I I bought the uh, you know those those strainers, those sort of. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what are they like cylinders? You know, with with the kind of plastic with with the holes and uh, mm-hmm. and so we mixed up the. This was with a, a cello colleague back at school, and we we bought animal rennet, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you were getting into it using that. That's oh yeah, a very unusual ingredient. <laughs> we had to special order it from Vermont of all places. Really, and, uh, and who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, from from the New England Cheese Company. So we. We we got the heavy cream, and I'm a sucker for for full fat dairy. So, the the whole milk and, and the heaviest of creams, and uh, we heated it slowly and followed the directions and and a few drops or like two drops of animal rennet for like gallons of cream and milk, and it mm-hmm. did the trick. Yeah, rennet. If in case you don't know, it's uh, something that comes out of the slaughtering of a variety of animals. And uh, what it does is it makes everything tighten up in a, in a way. But it has it has other things in it too. But it's not used a lot by the average cook. Well, this this was really good, I gotta say, and and it was so easy to do. And because sometimes, I mean, often you buy the ricotta cheese in the store, and it's it's really bad. It has no flavor. Hmm. You know, and uh, this you was hate different. When that happens. Me too. This was different. This is brimming with flavor. Well, you you have been known for that. <laughs> as much as you are a musician, you're uh, certainly a gourmet, I, as we've as, we, as we've observed. Well, da-da, if da-da. If, uh, if if the uh, if the appetite is there, then and the curiosity is always there. If the appetite that, is there, then oh my God! I mean, that uh, does make the difference, yeah. doesn't it? Absolutely, because if if you're if you're satiated, then. It's hard to think about uh, what the next meal is going to be. <laughs> well, for uh, some people, it's it's unknown to begin with. Well, that's true. Then that, that's but, a different issue, probably. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Um, do well, I guess while we're waiting, there were so many calls early in the show. While we're waiting for the next one, yeah. what, what are you going to do uh, uh, next? F- for dinner tonight? <laughs> a- any idea? Oh, for dinner tonight? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I had that enormous uh, chicken and. Uh, and uh, uh, angel hair pasta with the two different sauces thing yeah. for lunch. It is likely that I will not have uh, dinner tonight, although my wife keeps telling me 
You got to eat more. You got. I, I don't know why she keeps telling me that. It, it, it is usually through most of my life it's been a crusade against the weight I have and getting rid of some of it. Uh, but now I'm forced to tell all these people who just stop me on the sidewalk and they say, "Listen, you got to tell me how you lose so much weight." And I, it's, it's, you know, I don't mind doing it, but man, I've, I've only, uh, it's only been 60 pounds that I've lost. Well, and that's I, a lot. <laughs> it is. I think so. Yeah, but what? But ask did you try to lose weight, or you just your appetite went down? Well, I that that started at one point, uh, and then a friend of mine, uh, who's a doctor, who also went to Jesuit High School, that's his credentials. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, uh, "If is it getting better or is it getting worse? Either one of them is as bad as the other. You ought to take it looked at." Take a look at it, and nothing was wrong. So I'm, I'm here. I am walking around, still safely able to uh, uh, welcome you, Daniel. Chel, uh, I got to practice it before. Daniel uh, Lilchuk, and uh, he is becoming increasingly known on our program as the Chuck. <laughs> that that would be easier than gourmet cellist, right? I think you're probably right. And, <laughs> And on the other hand, it might bring your reputation down a little bit. Uh, but to just tell them where it came from. Oh, know, yeah. It came, well, it, it came, came from, from me. It, and so, it, it came from you. Yeah. And uh, we can just leave it alone not knowing that. You know? Yeah. Well, it came from you, and, and it really rolls off the tongue. So sometimes <laughs> sometimes I, I get a call on my cell phone, and I pick it up, and I just say, gourmet cellist. <laughs> uh, do you? Sure. Yeah. People, yeah, I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, and and Tom, there is a Allie calling, so she must want to talk to you about about no dinner. A what? Allie or Ali is calling. Allie. Allie. Oh, Allie, how are you? Yeah. Thought... Hi, Tom. I'm so excited to see you tomorrow. Oh, uh, I'm I'm so happy to hear you say that because I was ha- walking around today with the feeling that it was tomorrow that. But I, I had it in my head that it might be today. But yeah, it no, isn't. It's you tomorrow. and me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Going, do you know where we're going? We're going to Vion's. Oh, okay, great. Or that'll Vion's. That, yes. That'll be a that'll be. A, have you been there? I have not. Oh, so well, you're going to introduce gonna, me. You're going to have an, a very interesting uh, evening, or afternoon, really. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I um I wanted to tell Dan something because mm-hmm. um Dan we we have not been able to get together but after Ron called and you were asking about shrimp, Marianne has been wanting us to get together forever, so I am gonna take you to Restaurant Depot with me and that will be our first oh. date. Oh my god. Uh-oh. That's Workout. you know, that is awesome because I was just saying to him, How the how the heck do I get into this place? He goes, get a tag. I'm going, What do I stand on the street? And hold a sign up saying, I want a tag for Restaurant Depot? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, Marianne told me you're a big fan of French truck. So oh, yeah. So, I am going to take you to coffee because I love them as well. And I will take you on our first date. My husband will not mind, I am sure, to Restaurant Depot. <laughs> oh, so, I, I, am, I am inviting you. Uh, you're on. You're on. Get, get my contact on. information from Marianne. And I will be I will available. Come. You and I go to lunch all the time, and my husband doesn't get mad. So there we go. <laughs> Boy, I, I can't wait. But I'm going to okay. take you to see that rip, that shrimp because Ron is correct. They have the best. All 
it's a bit of a drive. I've never um, been, yeah. From where you live. It's fantastic, and they're the best prices in the city. But where is it? it D- is. Tom, do you know this place, the West Wego Market? Oh, Tom knows. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a laid out, kind of a, almost like a big parking lot, gravel parking lot. Yep. Uh, and they, uh, the, what happens is that the guys that are fishing out there for shrimp and for everything else, you know, that the fishermen look for, and they bring it to that spot, and they sell it there at ridiculously low prices, absolutely ridiculously spectacular, low. quiet. Uh, just such great uh, quality of what they bring in. This is straight out of the water, pretty much. So it's it's it is definitely the way to get shrimp. Wow. And Dan, the wow. other thing you can do there is you haggle. You can't haggle in in Whole Foods. No. You no. know. I, I'm I'm but good at haggling. Haggle I'm really good at, at haggling. <laughs> oh really? You can haggle at the market from the fishermen because it's them. Wow. It's their outpost. You wow. know, for selling to the. Other guys. So, so is, um, is this? I, what do I get? There, shrimp? Do I get other? Do I get fish there? Do oh, I get all things? Redfish, flounder, whatever's coming off. The oh boat. my God! Wow. Do, so, do, what, what do I have to go? Fire in the morning over go, there? Or? Go, well, that would help, but you don't have to go that early. <laughs> but when you get there, yeah. you know, just just uh, make make your your route right over into the middle of of um, West Wego. And then just ask anybody, where's the where's the uh, West Wego yep. shrimp stand? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you right over there. Wow. Well, Tom, I'll tell you about. It. I gotta go pick up the kids, but I'll see you tomorrow, Tom and uh, Dan. It's a date, coffee and restaurant depot. You got right. it. There okay. you go. Okay, bye guys. Thank you. And Dan and everybody else listening right now, I want you to know that she has a nickname. At, at the alley, the alley did does and still does. Uh, her her special name is the Oyster Lady, and tomorrow you will learn why she is known as the Oyster Lady. She does something that is really remarkable, and if you don't get involved in this, you're missing something. But we'll do. It's the food show on 105.3 FM HD2. That's how you get to us if you want to talk to me or to any of the other people we have here. We've got quite a crowd in here and a good bunch, too. Uh, Right on the front of my list, Daniel Lelchuk, who is the second chair. By the way, do you actually have a chair for that, or is it some other way to hold yourself up? Yeah, we have a chair. In fact, we have special cello chairs. The cello and, chair. And, and But not even that. We have different heights, custom heights of cello chairs that uh, are given to specific people. Uh, are, is yours a little higher than normal or, or mine a little is, lower? Mine is a normal one, but we have a, a really oh. tall, lanky cellist who's like 6'5 or 6'6". Six, six, and he has, wow. he has, <laughs> he's a giant, this guy, and he has a super high chair. Hmm. Does it get his notes up a little higher? Oh, well, I, I, I hope he doesn't play sharp because of that. <laughs> That's the first thing <laughs> I thought of. When you... <laughs> the, may, may, maybe he should shrink a little. It, w- it would help his intonation. <laughs> well, I hope he's your friend. No, he's my friend. He, he's my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. No, no, he's a wonderful musician. Uh, but he has a tall chair. Uh, okay, well, I so, can't hold it against him. No, no, and and I I, I feel rather 
uh, inadequate, actually, in my normal height cello chair. <laughs> mm. uh, after you have the report done on that, would you let me see it? Yeah. Now, now th talk about about report. I was going mm -hmm. to um, I was going to tell you about this uh, this pasta I made because I was visiting my fam my my folks up in New Hampshire over the summer for a little bit, mm -hmm. and you know, there's there's it's great sort of um, it's seafood heaven there, it, different than here, but you know, it's clams and stuff like that. And oysters, no, a lot I of oysters, too. Yeah. So I made a great clam pasta. And uh, very huh. simple, tons of parsley, a lot of olive oil, fresh clams. Uh, I did it with a linguine and uh, a little butter, plenty of garlic, and some lemon. And uh, this was one of the best pastas I ever mm. had. The people were wowed because they've all had clam pasta. But this, I don't know, something about it just made it really special. That was a great dish. Easy, too. Oh well, give us a little uh, hint on it. Yeah, so if you, I uh, have it at hand. Sure. So so I, I I started off by just getting the pasta a huge huge pot of water because we all know that most people don't use enough water for their pasta or enough salt. Um, so I, I got that going. Then then right off the bat, I I chopped garlic. I sautéed it very slowly in butter and olive oil. Uh, added parsley. Uh, right when I put in the pasta which would take about eight minutes to cook, nine minutes. Uh, I put in the clams because they open, they cook so quickly, they open in like three to five minutes. Um, uh, more butter, more olive oil, um, big swig of a good white wine. And uh, that was pretty much it. I took the pasta straight out of the water with tongs and, and, and you know, let, let the water run off of it, but I didn't really drain it completely. And I put it right into the into the huge saute pan where I had the garlic and the clams and all that. And I tossed it like crazy. And then uh, finished it with more butter and more parsley and, uh, and a little lemon. Uh, it was simple and easy. And the people I made it for were just wowed. You got me. Uh, and in fact, there's, there's one aspect of this that I'm, I'm intrigued by. You are uh, using these clams, and clams are notorious in not having a whole lot of meat in them, although I'm sure that there are times a year when that is better off than it is in other ones. Uh, how would you, you find them? We you, don't get them down here hardly at all. You know what? You, you caught me. I did? Yeah, cause here, because, because here's what I did. So I, I bought, I bought uh, probably, I don't know, 20, maybe 25 clams or something like that. Mm -hmm. Not a ton of meat, though. Uh, then, then they had they had freshly uh, uh, chopped clams sitting in a container that this that the market I went to up in New Hampshire had had prepared. So I I, I supplemented all those clams with with, with clam meat. Um, so the sauce was really clammy, actually, uh, in the mm. in the best sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I agree with you that there, there wouldn't have been enough. It was just the clams coming out of the shell. But I, I'd say I, I probably had a, a, maybe a quarter of a, a pint. You know, one of those small round plastic containers you get at the supermarket for prepared foods. Mm -hmm. I'd say probably one of those fill up with with the the fresh raw clam uh, out of the shell, just just in 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 their juices, and that was perfect. As an entree, there's plenty of meat. 
Oh, uh, well, uh, you've been luckier than I have been, but then again, I live here. As, and again, I tell you, you, it's really tough to find any kinds of clams around here, even bad ones. There's just <laughs> not a lot of meat in there. Although uh, I, I could be made to get into it, particularly uh, we, we've done some cruises out to New England and then into Quebec and that whole region there where they are. That's their job, you know. They're bringing in all these shellfish, all every kind of them, and uh, there's even a song whose uh, lyrics I'm probably not going to be able to remember, and you'll be very happy about that. Uh, that is uh, talking about uh, how to to make roasted clams for something, and uh, among a lot of people, uh, it is very well liked, but not here because I, it's just not a local thing. Yeah. Uh, it's time to take a break for some news, uh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, that doesn't get rid of Daniel <laughs> uh, Lelchuk, who we're very happy to have with us today. Can you stay a little longer? I can stay a little longer. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.